Hello all, welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. So the weather has been getting cooler recently, which I'm loving because fall is my favorite season. So, I mean, the trees haven't started turning into like all the colors that I love, but it's getting cooler. And I think that's a sign that fall is here, fall is coming. So I have been working on a fall playlist for just like fall music that I can listen to to just get me in the spirit of Halloween and autumn. And I'm honestly so excited. Like, I love seeing all these videos of people lighting these pumpkin cinnamon candles from Bath and Body Works and reading a book while it's raining outside or like while it's sunny with trees shedding their red and orange leaves. I know that's not the best description. It was kind of all over the place, but that is what I'm looking forward to. I love fall. I love the weather. I love going to pumpkin farms and eating cinnamon donuts and just, I love everything about fall. So I'm so excited that the weather is getting cooler. The second thing is I have these press-on nails on right now and I literally cannot stop tapping on things. Like I've just been doing a little tapping ASMR on every surface I can find and if you're my friends and you're hearing me tap on everything, then I mean, I can't help it. They're, these nails are so fun. They're French manicure nails and I've never gotten like press on nails before and they look like acrylics. So they're just fun to tap on. But that was really irrelevant. I don't even know why I included that just because I found myself making more hand movements when I'm talking just so I can look at my nails and you can't see me recording this episode, but as I'm talking right now, I am doing hand movements with my hands and looking at my nails. So that was funny and maybe not so funny for the people that are actually having to see me and hear me tap on every surface, but it's just funny to me. So yeah, I just thought I should include that. But now let's get into what we're actually going to be talking about today. So recently, my teachers have been talking about college and career paths that we might be interested in, and it's kind of induced a state of stress for me and panic hearing them talk about this. So... I'll give you an example. The first time this happened, I was in math class actually, and my teacher was saying, oh, you guys are gonna probably pursue a career in STEM because this is an advanced math class. And I was like, "Mm, I don't, mm, STEM is not my interest. (laughs) Um, I don't think I'll be pursuing a career in STEM. Um, Maybe I will, but that's not my main interest. But hearing her say that, she was like, since so many of you will most likely be pursuing a career in STEM, you need to know these certain things for your college math classes. And I was kind of getting nervous and stressed. I was like, I have to remember all of this. 
are the teachers in college or other professors in college going to be nice like I'm getting worried just hearing her talk about college makes me nervous and so then actually on that same day another one of my teachers um he said I'm trying to think what was it that he said oh yeah so he said that for every one hour of homework you have in college, you're going to have three more hours or one hour of classwork you have, you're going to have three more hours of homework. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to have hours and hours and hours of homework to do. And that is not going to go over well with me. I could tell my stress level would be high and I was panicking just thinking about it. And that kind of led me to think about personally for myself thinking about the future and just my aspirations and goals and what life will be like in the future makes me nervous. I get anxious thinking about it. And so that kind of led me to create today's episode where I'm just going to be talking about the future, what I think about it, because I feel like no matter who you are, everyone get stressed and nervous at some point and thinking about their future and wondering what path they're going to take and where life is going to lead them because it's the unknown it's the fear of the unknown it's not like you know exactly what's going to happen so you can make a plan for it because if you're like me i like to know what's going on i like to have a strict plan for things i like to know what will be happening in the next week. I like to plan out my week. I like to schedule things ahead of time. And so the future is the exact opposite of what I'm used to in my personality because you can't plan out the future. You know, life is going to go how it's going to go. There's no direct plan that can be taken to ensure what's going to happen because at some point or another, something will not go your way. And you just have to learn to adjust to that and just kind of go with the flow. And that's really difficult for me because I like to have everything planned out. I like to know everything that's going on. So the idea of college and career paths and living a happy life, how to live a happy life is stressful to me because There's so many options and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know what college I'll end up going to. I don't know what career path I might pursue. I don't know how I will live my life and how I'll be fulfilled with my life. Because I think we can all agree that we want to live a happy life. But what does that mean? How can we ensure that we live a happy life, that our future can guarantee we've lived a happy life? How do we plan that? We can't plan that. That's the thing. These things just work out on their own, how they work out. You can't plan to live a happy life. You just live your life. And realizing this and thinking about all of the options for the future just makes me stressed and it makes me anxious because I want to know what's going on and there's so many options and I feel like I can only pick one option 
And let me elaborate on that. So I watched the movie Soul and the Pixar movie Soul. And if you don't know what that movie is, let me tell you. Let me give you a brief synopsis. Synopsis. Is that? Oh my god. I always use random words that I feel like I've heard somewhere and I feel like I know what they mean. And then I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. Synopsis. That means summary. Okay. Oh my god. I don't know why I do this to myself. I set myself up. Okay. I'm going to give you a brief summary of the movie Soul if you don't know what that is. So I'm going in to watch this movie and it's a Pixar movie. It's made by Disney. I'm like, oh, this is going to be like Toy Story 2.0. Not Toy Story 2, but 2.0. I'm like, this is going to be a chill, calm, cute little Disney movie that I can just lean back, kick my feet back to and relax to. So I start watching the movie. It's a very intriguing plot. At first, it starts off with this guy and he is a middle school band teacher, but his dream is to be a jazz musician. He loves jazz. I'm pretty sure he plays the saxophone. I kind of forget. So if I'm like saying the wrong things, just know that he plays a jazz instrument. He plays a jazz instrument but he's a middle school band teacher and he's kind of unhappy with his life because his dream for as long as he can remember is to be a jazz musician and he feels as if that's his purpose in life. His purpose is to play jazz music and it's what he loves and he won't do anything else. He has to be a jazz musician. And so then there's this like little character. Oh wait, Okay, sorry, I'm remembering the movie now. Okay, so then the guy dies. This is not a spoiler. It happens like five minutes into the start of the movie, so don't worry, it's not a spoiler. But the guy dies, and he goes to this sort of afterlife. He ends up in this sort of afterlife. His soul ends up in this afterlife. And he's like, oh my god, I died. Like, I need to get back to life. I need to be a jazz musician. This is what I'm meant to do. I've died without fulfilling my dream. I've just died. And so basically this entire movie, he's trying to get back, come back to life as a jazz musician. And he goes with these other souls to this afterlife and he meets this other soul and she doesn't know her purpose in life. She's just kind of floating around. All these other souls, these new souls have found their purpose and they're like, this is what I want to do and they are born into the world. And this new soul, she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. And so the guy who died, the old soul is supposed to be kind of her mentor and help her figure out what she wants to do. And so he's trying to find something and he's like, oh, I wish I was in her place. I wish I could be reborn and get a chance to accomplish my dream. She doesn't even have any dream. And so that's kind of what's going on in the movie. And then at the end of the movie, you learn, actually the main character learns that maybe he doesn't need to be a jazz musician. Maybe that's not his one purpose in life. Maybe 
he's made it seem like his one purpose in life is to play jazz music because he never tried anything else new. He assumed that he has to stick with this one path and run with it for the rest of his life and he can't choose anything else. And when I say after finishing that movie and just absorbing it and connecting it with my own life and how everyone's obsessed with finding this purpose in life and this path that you have to go on and stick to it but really there is no path you just live life and whatever happens happens it's kind of the moral and when I realized that I felt like my entire perspective was changed and I was like this is definitely not really a kid's movie I mean it is a kid's movie but it connected with me like a teenager and it connected with my parents who are adults and I'm sure it connected with people of all ages and it just taught me that we think there's only one option we have in life and there's only one choice we can make and once we make that choice it's irreversible and we just have to go with it and everything we do in life our education, our jobs, our goals and our steps we take to achieve those goals have to be connected to this one area that we feel like we're supposed to excel in. And that's just, that's not true. We don't have one option in life and things change constantly, our dreams change, where we want to live changes, our careers change, our goals change, everything is constantly changing and by putting ourselves on this narrow pedestal, that's not the right word, why did I do it again, oh my god, by putting ourselves on this narrow sort of path, and saying you can't extend the boundaries of this path we need to stay on this and we need to focus on this because in the end we have one goal and that is the goal we're working towards that's not realistic your life isn't going to stay confined to this path things are going to happen that are going to make you say oh i want to try this and maybe this is a hobby i can take up you know i'm not loving the job i have right now maybe i want to try a different career path Maybe I want to explore and touch in with different sides of my personality. And that's kind of what the movie Soul taught me. And I feel like it's a great example of how we have one life, but that doesn't mean we have one path. We have one life where we can take a multitude of paths. We can explore. We can decide what we want to do with our future and change that at any time. Our paths aren't set in stone, no matter what other people say. And if other people make it seem like our paths are set in stone, they're not. And I feel like that's really hard to accept for me because teachers and other adults in my life can sometimes make it seem like our futures have to be set in stone. For example, in school, we are constantly talking about what career do you want to pursue? What do you want to be when you grow up? And there's a reason I hate that question. What do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know what I want to be when I quote unquote grow up. 
is there one thing that I have to be? I mean, because that's what that question makes it seem like. What do you want to do with your life? I don't know what I want to do with my life. Do I have to ever know? Do I have to ever have a clear a clear option, a clear choice of what I want to do with my life? I don't think I ever have to. I don't think I'm ever going to know exactly what I want to do with my life because there isn't just one thing I want to do. I have many different goals, many different career paths that interest me, many different places I want to live, many different hobbies. No one has just one thing that they do their entire life. You know, we're human. We have different sides to our personality. We have different interests, different friends, different places we want to travel, different dreams. We don't just have one. There isn't just one thing. And if it seems like to you that you only have one thing you want to do with your life, I encourage you to really question that. Is that really everything you want to do? Because it's okay if it's not. It's okay if you have different goals and you don't know exactly which one is the most important to you because you don't have to have a most important dream or goal. You don't have to have that. And I feel like sometimes the influence of schools and society and what other people are saying to you can make it seem like there is just one thing that you should want to do and you should just follow that for the rest of your life. My brother said teachers are already discussing colleges and career paths with him and he is in seventh grade. And when I heard that, I was just like, are you kidding? Like already? They're asking these 12-year-olds, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? I mean, these kids have barely lived their lives. We've barely lived our lives. Young adults have barely lived our lives. And people are expecting us to have a clear-cut decision of what we want to do for the rest of our life. Is that really fair? Does that make sense? I don't think so. When I heard that, I was shocked. I was like, these schools are asking that? And I totally think it's a good idea to see what interests you. But I don't think, where I think it gets too far is when we are asking ourselves, what's the one thing you're interested in? What college are you going to go to to pursue that interest forever? Because it kind of puts a pressure on ourselves that if we fail at this or if we suddenly don't like doing our chosen interest anymore, that we've kind of just messed up in life and we haven't stayed on this path that we're supposed to stay on. And again, I don't think that's how life works. I think life is not a clear-cut path. I think it's I think life has no path that you have to take and I think that whatever you're feeling in the moment, try that. See if that interests you and if it doesn't, you can change your mind. You can decide to do something else because no one is going to hold you to this, no one's going to chain you to 
your dream and say, this is the dream you've chose. You have to follow this. I feel like that's unrealistic and no one's going to hold you to that. And I actually have a ton of different dreams. My dreams are constantly changing. It's not realistic for me to say, yeah, this is my job I want to have. I'm never going to change my mind ever. I change my mind about the future probably every day. Probably every day. When I was younger, I wanted to be an author. I loved writing. I still love writing. But, you know, I still love writing. That doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to still be an author. But when I was younger, that was something I was interested in. I was also interested in fashion. I still love fashion. I love clothes and I love styling pieces and learning about fashion but will that necessarily be everything I'm doing with my life no that's just an interest of mine and I've accepted that I can change my mind I can choose different things I can explore different areas that I might be interested in I've just accepted that I also think about you know where do I want to live when I grow up? Because people are constantly asking me that too. You know, what college do you want to go to? What area of the country appeals to you the most? And again, multiple areas. I have multiple places where I enjoy and I find comfort in them. New England, for example. I love New England. I love the architecture, 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 I'm not saying that right either. I can't speak right now. But anyways, I love the homes in New England and I just love the kind of older vibe. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm interested in living in New England. I also love big cities. I really liked going to New York City. Would I necessarily live there? Maybe, maybe not but I don't know. It's just something somewhere I like to visit. I also like places outside of the U.S. where I live. I like um, places in Europe like Paris. I've always wanted to visit Paris, Germany, Austria. Um, I've actually been learning about Vienna because it is a primarily German-speaking city and I take German in high school, so we've just been learning about that and traveling, and that place could interest me maybe to visit, possibly to study abroad in, but the whole point of this is to say, I don't know. I don't know exactly what I want to do, and am I still living? Am I still okay? Yeah. I haven't burned to the ground. I haven't melted because I don't have an exact plan. I'm fine. And I think that's the most important thing to realize. I'm okay. I don't know everything I want to do with my life. I don't have like a purpose of my life. I just have things that interest me. I have a ton of different goals, a ton of different career paths that interest me. And is that okay? Yeah, that's absolutely okay. I'm interested in 
writing, I like psychology, I like fashion. Are those necessarily related to each other? No. Have I picked just one that I love the most? No. Am I still okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And I feel like that's just a really important thing to accept is that we can't put all this pressure on us, on ourselves, to pick one choice and run with it because life is not going to do that for you. Life is not going to say, okay, you want to pursue medicine? Okay, now you're just going to love that for the rest of your life and you're going to be happy with that for the rest of your life and nothing is going to go wrong ever with your choice. That's not realistic. So we have to hold ourselves to a realistic standard, you know? That's unrealistic. Expecting that our interests will never change and we're going to want to do the same thing and our life is just going to allow that to happen and nothing is going to get in the way of that is unrealistic. We have to be realistic. So that's, yeah. Um, Also, it feels like society has all these pressures on the future that make me stop believing in my dreams. For example, when you're young, you're told you can do anything you want. You're told you can live in a castle and be a princess or a prince. You're told that you can be an astronaut and you can explore planets and study amongst the stars. You're told you can do anything when you're younger. And so I think children just have more hope for the future and they're more excited about the future because they're not weighed down by all these burdens that society will later place on you. And if you're wondering, you know, what burdens are you talking about? Like, you're not making any sense. Like paying taxes, buying a house, managing a steady paying job. Kids don't really know about that, you know? They're, they kind of just live in that little bubble of I can do anything I want and I can choose and there's nothing that's going to prevent me from deciding what I want to do. But when you get older, people are telling you, well, you can achieve your dream, but is it going to get you a job that can pay those taxes? Is it going to get you a job that will allow you to buy a house? Is it going to get you a job that will have a steady pay? And all of these burdens are placed on your soul, placed on your shoulders. And it kind of makes you stop believing in your dreams because you say, oh, my dream isn't realistic to get me all of these things that society says I must do. You know, my dream doesn't pay that much. My dream job doesn't pay that much. Oh, I can't live in that place because it's really expensive. That's not a dream of mine anymore. And so I think that's what makes children stop believing in their dreams. And for me, that's made me sometimes stop believing in my dreams because I'm faced with the pressures of society and the realistic side of living, if you will. And that really 
can be damaging to children, I think, at a young age when they hear that their dreams to them, when people say their dreams might not be possible. I feel like that's extremely damaging. And that leads me to wonder why so many adults are unhappy with their lives. I know so many adults that have changed career paths because they just have been doing a career that isn't exciting to them or doing a career that they don't even love. And I was wondering, do people just give up on their dreams in order to live a life where they can pay their taxes, have enough money, afford the things they want? Is that what makes people give up their dreams to live a socially acceptable or safe life? Because I also know people that just say, you know, screw it. I'm going to go travel across the world and I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to start my own business of something I actually enjoy and I'm going to do something that most people don't do. And I feel like those people seem to be more happy with their current situation because they're not letting the pressures of society control what they do. And I'm not saying that when people are choosing a career path, the idea of money and making sure you can live off your career path doesn't apply because I think that is something to think about. But I feel like it gets to the point where it's all people are thinking about. They don't even think about if they actually like what they're doing, if they actually like where they live or they like their situation. They just do it just to meet society's standards. And that really is sad to think about all these people that have given up on their dreams because they just don't think their dreams can align with what society expects of a person. And it's just really sad. And I was, that kind of just led me to think about, again, when do children stop believing in their dreams? Because I think children stop believing in their dreams when they're introduced to the idea of paying taxes and paying bills and it starts to affect them and they start to think my job can't support that. My life I want to live won't support that. And so they, they, I'm looking for a better word than change, but I can't think of it. So they change their aspirations just to meet those standards and I think that's why there's so many people that are unhappy with their lives because they let expectations of living a realistic life control them and that also makes me wonder is it other people that are crushing our dreams and I say crushing our dreams and I know that sounds like wow, that's really doom and gloom just out there. But is it other people that are necessarily saying your dream isn't realistic, your dream isn't going to happen, you don't have it in you to 
achieve your dreams or is it ourselves? And take a minute, take a minute and think about that. Is it other people saying we can't achieve our dreams or is it ourselves and our negative affirmations that we tell ourselves? Because I know for me, no one has ever said to me, you know, your dream won't work out. Yeah, what you want to do in life, that's not realistic. No one said that to me. So why do I have these thoughts in my head of, oh, you might not be able to achieve your dream and, you know, this something you want to do in your life, that just may not happen. Why am I thinking that? Who's telling me that? Because it's not other people. So the only other person it can be is myself. I'm telling myself, I'm repeatedly putting it into my mind that I won't be able to live the life I want to live and it's going to be hard to live a life I want to live and one of my dreams just may not work out. That's me saying that. I am saying that. And you know what happens when these negative affirmations build up over time? They're really damaging. They can really change you as a person. Saying this over and over again doesn't just become a thought, something you're thinking. It becomes a mindset. It becomes a principle of yourself. These negative affirmations don't just turn, they don't just end up as affirmations. They turn into who you are as a person. Pessimistic not believing in yourself, always bringing the negative side to things. It really shapes your personality, these negative affirmations. And I do think of myself sometimes, a lot of times actually, as kind of a glass half empty kind of person. Um, I tend to see what's going to go wrong with something rather than everything that could go right. That's actually why it took me so long to create a podcast because I was thinking everything that could go wrong. What if I don't know what to say? What if I'm not good enough? What if people don't like listening to me talk? What if, what if, what if, what if? What if the technology doesn't work? What if I can't figure things out? So many negative affirmations that almost stopped me from creating a podcast. I actually had the idea of a podcast in mind for like four or five months before I actually made one because these negative affirmations were starting to affect me. They were starting to truly make me believe that creating a podcast and achieving one of my goals was impossible and it wouldn't work out. And no one ever said that to me. No one ever told me, yeah, your podcast is going to suck. No one ever said that. It was me that was saying that. And the outcome of that was that I was not going out there to achieve my dreams. I wasn't trying to do anything because I was letting these negative affirmations control me. So... They really are damaging. What we say to ourselves really affects us. And 
that's why I believe that affirmations, positive affirmations, they work. They work. They change your mindset. They make you believe something positive and they overall make you a better person because it's becoming ingrained in your mind over and over again. But negative affirmations, they also work and they have that exact opposite effect. They lead to a negative outcome. They become a part of you and everything negative you say to yourself just becomes a ritual. You wake up and you think that. It's not you wake up and you're pondering it and this negative thought floats into your mind. It's every time you think about this subject, every time I think about my podcast, I think of a negative outcome of something bad that might happen. And so going out there and trying to do something with our life and trying to accomplish something that we want to accomplish really is influenced by what we say to ourselves the love that we give ourselves, the things we tell ourselves. The things we tell ourselves. How descriptive. But it really is true. It can really influence our future and how our life plays out. It's a huge role. It has a huge role in that. And so the final point of everything I just said, everything I've just reiterated is that It is okay, it is completely okay to not know what we want to do with our lives because there is no one thing that we're meant to do. And as soon as we get that mindset out of our heads, life is going to become a whole lot easier because now when people are asking me, you know, what what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm okay with saying, you know, I don't know. I have many different dreams. I have many different ideas. And maybe I'll start with this one. And if it doesn't work out, I can always change my mind. I can always do two things at once. I can always experiment with different ideas. And this mindset will become ingrained in you. And it turns into a positive part of yourself. It turns into a glass half full part of yourself. As soon as we accept that we don't have to be a jazz musician for the rest of our life, that doesn't have to be the one thing we do. We can play jazz and we can paint and we can babysit and we can take care of dogs. We can do all those things. And we don't have to just stick to this one thing. That is the, more, the most important thing to remember. No matter what other people say, if you want to make something possible in your future, you can do it, you know? And I don't want to sound too cheesy or cringy. Like, you can do anything with your life, but there's not very many people that are going to be telling you you can't do stuff with your life and if they are then they're not you they're ultimately not the ones that are controlling your life we have control of our own lives and so 
if something isn't working out for us, why keep living our life unhappy? Why not change that? You know, like we have the power to change our lives. We have the power to make our own decisions and veer off this path we thought we were confined to. We have that power. So why not take advantage of that? So I know that kind of got a little philosophical, a little Aristotle there. Aristotle is a philosophical. Oh my, Aristotle is a philosopher. Philosoph. Oh my gosh. Aristotle is a philosopher. Yeah. I have actually tripped over so many of my words. But anyways, we got a little philosophical there, but we kind of talked about the future and then we kind of talked about not knowing the fear of the unknown and how that's okay and how why do we feel like this? Why do we feel like we have one option? Is it because of society? Is it because of ourselves, other people? So I feel like this was a really good conversation. And I feel like a weight has been lifted off my chest because talking about the future truly does sometimes bring a state of stress to me and makes me a little anxious. But talking about it with you guys has relieved me and just restated the values I have and restated the ideas about my future and made me a little more confident. So I am going to go and I think I'm going to listen to some music, do some homework and have a little snack, maybe sit outside um so I had a really good time talking with you guys today if you enjoyed this episode or you enjoy my podcast if you can leave a review on apple podcasts that would mean so much to me and you can follow at and everything in between podcast on instagram for updates and more and yeah thanks for listening guys See you next time.